I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Other Room. This is Kes. I'm here with Abby. Hi, guys. And we have a guest on today, Donald. Hi, everyone. How's everyone doing? We're good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Good to have you on, Donald. Yeah, Charlie. I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy to be back on here. It's been a while since I've been on the other room. So hmm. Last time we were, I was here, we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to link that last yeah. time into the description. Oh, boy. No, Abby, please. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, they we can would, get the reference. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Abby. Don't do yep. me like that. <laughs> okay i have a question for you guys if you could live in a sitcom what would it be and why abby you go first it's not like one that's currently Hmm. running right it could be an old one yeah it could be an old one okay i would go with the bernie mark show because it was so relatable to that time like that teenage phase of my life that his niece was in Mm. and the situation was similar to like living with family and know your parents and yada 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 but they had like great teaching moments and i think he really he and uncle bernie and his wife they really tried to be positive parents as much as possible and it was just nice seeing that depiction of a black family again because there had been some previously right but it felt like there had been a lull in between like tv shows with families like that so when i saw that again i was like oh this is so everything so yeah <laughs> that and how about you, Donald? You know what's wild? I actually didn't really watch the Benny Mark show that much, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I, watched, I watched some, <laughs> but not all of them. Yeah, I watched, like a, I watched like a few episodes, but like a, a yeah. lot of people were always raving about the show, but I could never really relate because I didn't really watch it much, unfortunately. But yeah, for me, it would be uh, Modern Family, definitely. Because I just think... You know, we and it, it kind of fits into what we're going to talk about today. But you know, the whole family dynamic and like, <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes interactions with family and you know, family dynamics they can be quite difficult and challenging. You understand me? Modern Family does a very good job of making all of those situations lighthearted and like they give you the opportunity to see the fun side of those interactions and stuff. So that's why for me, like. You know, yeah, modern families really does it for me. Of course, the legendary show. Show down. He's That's annoying. Show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't fall. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Phil's just, he's yeah. a legend. Man. He's a legend. Child. He's a legend. So, yeah, that would be, that would be modern family. Have they finally finished the whole season? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The final season. Okay. How about you, Kes? I would have to say girlfriends. Oh, right. Yeah, girlfriends. Well, Structure between those, yes, true. Course, <laughs> else, yes, sure. yeah. We keep learning friendships as we go, like everything is not rosy, things happen and they come back together and stuff like that. I also really want to know how people have life, like people have time to go to work and 
after work meet up and do all these things and have have time for all like all these activities that they have going and all the drama and everything you know but i feel like it'll be really cool to like be in and kind of live the life that they have lived or they were living <laughs> yeah it's under premature right did they actually have a proper wrap-up of the show yeah I yeah yeah. No, that I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think no, so. Because I've watched it again recently. They came yeah. together, right, for something. I think it was yeah. on Blackish or something. They had a small reunion or something. Yeah, yeah. they came on Blackish. Yeah, which was, I mean, it yeah. was nice. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's get into what's popping. Um. So, first on our list is the increase in cost of food everywhere in this country. Like, Everything is expensive now. Even the bakery that I buy from just a few days ago, I went there, they were like, we're increasing all our products by one CD. And this is like the second time in less than one year because of cost of flour. And I, I mean, I've seen people talk about cost of flour, sugar products, um, you know, produce just in general and stuff like that. So what do you guys think about all of this? First question is, is it a thing you've noticed where it's those type of goods only that the price are increasing or... Is it like a general no, it's observable general. inflation? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not there. Maybe Donald should go first. Oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not experienced. <laughs> so you <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'll I'll have my comments later. <laughs> All right. So with the food thing, here, unfortunately, I'm not directly plugged into the whole you know food uh, industry thing, so I I wouldn't know how far it goes, you understand? But, you know, when it comes to everyday stuff, yeah, definitely you do see the increases, price increases and stuff. And it's frustrating because you develop this thing in Ghana, it's like, as soon as they increase for prices, everything, everything for increase. Like, everything for increase, you understand? And usually starts with food. But I think for me, the mind-blowing one for me is, and I know we're talking about food, but I just have to throw this in here. One time I'm coming from work, I'm like, you know what? My tires are a little bit down, so let me just stop by the, you know, uh, vulcanizer for him to, you know, fill up, fill up my tires. And normally, I know that Charlie, this thing there, once I finish, you know, the whole, all the four tires, you know, I'm giving him three CDs or something, you understand? He finishes, I give him three CDs and he's like, nah, it's eight CDs. I, 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 <laughs> like, literally, my mind was blown. I legit thought this guy was trying to rob me or something. Like, this I thought this guy... Air in the tire. Ew, air in a tire farm. Like I was so confused. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Like I actually I was I sat there for like five minutes trying to understand what had just happened. The guy was just looking at me like ah but this guy why <laughs> why is he so confused? Because <laughs> I hadn't done it in a while and I was I just couldn't believe how in a short space of time <laughs> I had gone from three CDs to eight CDs. I was like, whoa, why? And he was like, yeah, now every tire is two CDs. I was so confused. <laughs> I was so confused. Because this thing, you know, Charlie, 50 pesos or something. Like, bruh, so it was just hey. crazy for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's what, you know, we're used to. It, I think came up to one CD at some point, but then, you know, actually, I was yeah. so confused. But yeah, so, um, when it comes, and I see the food thing, I, I, I think we even had the spaces uh, chat. Plug it. Yeah, all about the space. Every Thursday, you guys should be listening. Um, yeah, where uh, Gerald Clark was talking about, you know, he runs uh, Kentucky. 
So he was talking about you know, some of the challenges, that, and now you as well, as well. We were talking about some of the challenges that they have with you know, buying food stuff and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely this is a legitimate problem that doesn't seem like it's slowing down anytime soon. Yeah. Outsider, not really commenting fully, but <laughs> what I guess I have to say about it is I thought it was shocking because the tweet from Jay Mukase, she was like, between yesterday and today, cooking oil up by 50 Ghana seeds. And that shocked me. I was like, huh? Cooking oil? Like, how does it increase that much? Like, is it the fact that we are being hit heavy now because we don't really... um manufacture these things but we do right we do have manufacturers in ghana making yeah, cooking oil. Have and so where does it come is it also like importation cost because of how logistics is shitty globally now like what exactly are deals like now with other states because i'm so confused about how <laughs> prices will go up rapidly and yeah. you've seen the exchange rates now too as well it shocked me because that's like this oh, is yeah. something to do with yeah. how the state is running something incorrectly and my economics was long done years ago so I don't really have the words for it but um, I don't know probably something to do with our public spending or something of the sort is not going right um, there's also been the census done so obviously inflation starts when there's like high demand as um, basic so you're thinking okay if we are now 30.1 I guess obviously there's more people after more goods now so we are having to meet that supply um, meet that demand some way and not a lot of it is coming directly from us because we don't really manufacture so much <laughs> um, so yeah important bits and the world is going to shit and logistics is not the best and yeah it's just added on cost and cost and cost that instead of the states kind of subsidizing and supporting people and to increase like purchasing power because salary is not even increasing and everything sounds like yeah i don't know that's probably what's causing all of this and with end of year coming bronya time and all the diasporans coming yeah. in <laughs> those things factor that's for sure but i do think that generally we've just developed this i mean and i know that yes it does play a role but generally it's like yeah you are two floor prices yeah, <laughs> everything everything has to go up yeah and that's also understandable right because like church or drivers and stuff too so it hits yeah. everyone it's a cycle yeah, yeah that's thing. what i'm saying it, it does play a role but then it usually is so overemphasized yeah. unbelievable like you get what i'm saying but charlie i will say this though floor prices now are insane like yeah they really are they really are that's an insane rate unlike we have i think we have ever seen i don't know i'm like can't we demand for fuel subsidies or something from the states because it's mad (laughs) why do we always yes there are no day inside what's up the states they they cannot even see it all they get four vouchers they get four vouchers so we don't really care yeah that's the thing Everything is paid for by taxpayers, so they don't care. That is why they buy the most expensive cars that take um, a lot of fuel and, you know, all that. Because they don't care. They, are, they don't feel And it. I want to be also producing some. Like, what's happening with that? The oil and gas industry. I don't know. Because my thing is, instead of 
always trying to increase prices and everything and just you you are seeing people are suffering you don't give them small to support them nothing you just take 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 and yeah it's hard oh hey. <laughs> yeah but actually you know back to the food thing right like let's look at it from this uh, standpoint right how would you feel? Can you like? Can we put our, ourselves into the shoes of people who are running businesses, where you are conflicted between, like, making the cost and then also not necessarily overpricing your food to frustrate your customers? You understand? Like, it's. I feel like that dilemma, that that place is a very very difficult place to be. You see, and I can yeah. only imagine how difficult it is right now to be a business owner. You know, in that situation. It's hard to run a business like that and have all these things go against you. It's the uncertain things are not cool. And then eventually you're also worried about how your customers will feel because you know that their purchasing power is also decreasing. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. Everything is increasing. The cost of everything is increasing, but then salaries are not increasing. The pays are not increasing. So it's Mm -hmm. the same. So you are still getting 800 CDs, but everything else is more expensive, you know, and it's like your money finishes faster and all of that. You know, that's a crazy, that's a crazy part, you know, like the salary is not like going according to, it's just mad. How do you expect people to, you know, stay up to like keep up? It's ridiculous, really. And I think I've also realized that um, some of the restaurants and eateries and stuff have increased their prices or decreased their quantities. And... I guess maybe this is why there's a Instagram page, <laughs> a fake restaurants online, <laughs> scamming people, basically making people. <laughs> you see what they are pushing so they're them called... to do. This is what they are pushing them to <laughs> I do. I know, right? <laughs> How many foods th on IG? They're scamming people, yo. So you book a reservation and then pay a deposit and then they will send you the tickets. So you can't even go and see the place physically. Like you have to pay before you even get a chance to see the place. And I mean, of course, <laughs> food is expensive now. So hey, people are trying yeah, many ways to get money, but that's really bad. That's really, really bad. And I mean, this is just one of many uh, so things wait, happening. There's no physical location. No, nobody knows where it's at. There's no physical location. They tell you that when they send you the email with your um, tickets, then you get all the information where they are located, time to come, and all of that. Oh right, I know. Hey. I don't know what kind okay. of food that I want to eat. I mean, I people you like exclusive. <laughs> Anyways, that's true. Yeah, so that's how they get. Yes, you. yes, yeah. But it's the hardship in Ghana that's bringing about all these things. That's the same way people are doing ritual killings and all sorts of things. Hey, you know. No anyway, different thing. Yeah. So. But yeah, Charlie. You know those yeah. specialty things and. Yeah, Charlie. I know people are hot. People are hot, and I saw a video recently of um an armed robbery. Oh yeah! Wow. Yo, I saw That's it yesterday. Crazy. It was mad. It was mad. It was crazy. I'm sure whoever that head was a woman. She, I'm sure she was traumatized, man. She must have been traumatized. The guns they were holding were not small guns. Yeah. It looks like it looks like they followed her from a bank or something because she know that she had money on her. Yeah, it was three bikes, right? Yeah, it was two. Yeah, two of yeah, them were the ones yeah. that had they to have them. to have known. That was yeah. a bit much. Yeah, I feel like that was a lot to just follow around yeah. one person. I understand? So yeah. And I think I've seen some PSA somewhere about it that now they are following people 
um, especially when you come out of banks and stuff and you have ball cash and the rest, so then be vigilant. Yeah. So be more careful, but yeah. Ghana is hard, though. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> the, the protests and stuff, you people should keep it up. Apply pressure because things <laughs> need to change in a way that. But the protests um, you need to go to even be granted the opportunity to protest, cry, it's another issue. <laughs> Go to come and spray water on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, yes. let's go on to our, our next what's popping topic, which is President Ekufado certified liar boy. I really like that. <laughs> um, he recently <laughs> named his appointees for the MMDCEs, so Municipal, Metropolitan, and District um, Chief Executives. And out of over 250, there were only 38 females. So it's 38 versus 222 males. And but you know what? They saw the population census and they saw 400,000 more women. And then the stupid thing that they could think of was there will be single women. Of course, they're saying when we are not even holding space, this is a clear... Right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it had me heated. <laughs> justifying cheating and everything else everything else it's crazy <laughs> i can't imagine that headline was wild to me and i think someone someone pointed it out that it shows you how like they actually see women or value women in this country like that's literally what a woman yeah is. those are the standards that a woman is held up to like that's what they use to gauge your value in society which Charlie I mean we know this so I'm not saying anything new so it's just crazy it's just crazy that Charlie it's still a thing like keeps going I don't know sometimes I know that yeah we do say that Charlie we are having these conversations on social media blah 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 but we have like are these being had enough in mainstream media mainstream you know to the point where these guys are yeah like I don't think it is to be honest with you I don't think it is yeah I don't think it is because if the, these conversations were being had as much as they are on social media and on podcasts and, and stuff like that, then it puts pressure on people to act more and I guess feel pressured into you know making more tangible decisions in those situations. But now, yes, I mean the awareness is there. The awareness is there, and I I wouldn't say they are doing these things because like they want to but they're just doing it because hey, let's just satisfy this thing okay let's put this number this percentage of women in there let's see at least we have women in there you understand they're just doing you that. see that's the thing because i was doing some research and stuff on this because i wanted to understand why and basically there's a 40 percent quota for women's representation in all government and public boards commissions councils committees and stuff like that and I don't. I, I haven't done the math for this, I but <laughs> right, forty percent is a lot. That is, if there's hundred people, there's forty women, and that's very underrepresented over here. And the ministers do the same thing. I think we have how many ministers in total? I forget thirty something ministers, and we only have like twelve women um, female ministers. But even those percentages, office. fundamentally, are they right? Like, the 40% you know that yeah, they like want to achieve. Like, fundamentally. Like, is it right? I don't it's know. It's not a clear well, representation given that on the ground, like, the actual population. Yes, there's even more women than men. 
So exactly. why is it exactly? Yeah. Yeah. So why yeah. isn't it at least even out? Like I, I that's that's the thing. Comes back to again religion and tradition and cultural stuff always interfering in everything that we do so then the woman is still seen as and because you know what's crazy you know that actually women out there who genuinely back stuff like this like they they don't see anything wrong with it and they would defend it too as much as any you know as much as any man out there they will defend it just like them and they will say you're asking for too much. They will say you're talking too yeah. much. They will say you're out of line. And Charlie, that, that that's always yeah, blows my mind. Yeah. That always blows my mind. It reminds me of um, Obaboni tweeted this earlier this week or so that well she responded to a tweet. Someone asked her, "Do you think women have mis- misogyny?" And she quoted as saying, "We all do have internalized misogyny to a degree." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's true." And because we've we are socialized in a cis hetero patriarchy system that's like the whole from the political structure down to our family systems it's all men who run things and there's been a certain way they've communicated what our positions should be to us it's really difficult to pull away from it especially when you're not given access to unlearn or to resources that will like educate and empower you a bit more it's like it's all deliberate as well keeping us out in that sense but yeah it's very shitty and I mean I feel like this this appointment I I don't I really don't know I feel like Ecuador came with so many promises and false hope and he really sold himself and we fell for it and now it's just it's just all bad yeah he doesn't really? care anymore. He never cared. He That's never the thing. cared. He never did. Because he's achieved. He has achieved what he set out to achieve. He became president. He's that he got it for two terms. He got his two terms. And at the end of the day, not many people would speak much about how turbulent it was towards the end. They say he was president, and they will, they will respect him for that. Unfortunately, yeah, it's messed up. But yeah, hey, it goes into the books. Situation is like he's like a Trump. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is crazy because he came in with so much, uh, you know, promise and stuff, and it's just sad that he, it's ended. Not to say you know, Trump came with any promise to start off with. Let's clarify that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, in, the actual, yeah, yeah, yeah actually, actual yeah. No, like, I mean, Akufuado came in with so much promise and stuff. He was supposed to be, you know. Maybe a class above, I guess. But then, you know, how it's ended, how it's ending, he's comparable to, I guess, you know, some of probably the worst we've had. Yeah. When you say people don't see it. And I think so many times I've seen on Twitter, the Ministry of Information page and hard MPP fans and stuff like that, hard for MPP fans. And basically, they do like this week in government or like MPP's achievements so far or something like that. And this is the barest minimum. Like, and like they're reaching, reaching, eh? It's like saying, oh, uh, we opened the tap here or something like that. Like, yeah, but there was already water. What are you talking yeah. about? It's so like, you know, the the barest minimum. It's so annoying. And they like, they stand by it. I really hate that. I really, really hate that. And I, I think 
they are very much aware of the fact that they are failing at running the state and how it should be run. And they just keep pushing their propaganda to like distract people. So if you try criticizing, they use this as a cover-up. But it's like, this is a band-age solution that mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck about. Like, why don't we have connected pipes everywhere already for people to have clean running water in their homes? Like, in this big street one that you come and cut sword for a bubble or something that I should clap for you. Like, that is not much of an achievement for anyone. It should You should be embarrassed. Like, that this is the only solution you can give. You know? The Band-Aid thing, I thought you were even referring to those cars that they bought in to kind that of thing is terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the one you were even referring to when you mentioned I mean, that's what they keep offering us, isn't it? So there's numerous yeah. examples. There's numerous examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, my. These people, they won't kill us. They won't kill us. We survive. Anyway, let's get into Asisla. Our main topic for today is basically understanding family dynamics. So yeah, I had to condense it so I can tell which one to be that Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Abby. <laughs> but anyways, there was a video um recently on social media. Delay had interviewed Salma GTFU. That's uh, the taxi driver man. Taxi. Da-na-na-na. Oh yeah, Titi, that's his name, yes. Oh my god, I used to love that. <laughs> oh Charlie. Are those considered sitcoms? I guess. I guess so. Can you answer Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I'd say they are. Okay. It was. Okay, but I can't see where else you put it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so um he I think this man is quite sick, isn't he? So, Broke, no, broke. I don't know everything else, but anyway, I guess he's, <laughs> he's broke. Maybe sick. I saw. I may have seen something where maybe he was sick or something. And maybe that's why. Yeah, I feel like that's that's it with all the um, actors nowadays. Like uh-huh. he said, broken. I think in his interview, he said he was sick or something, and his children came to take care of him. His children abandoned yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, and took care of him, even yeah, though he had abandoned them earlier. Yeah, even on. though he had abandoned yes. them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So basically. This man left his family and went for some other woman. No, it's just some other woman who now is calling the devil or something like that. <laughs> and I mean, even though he abandoned oh, his family when he out. really needed them, right? <laughs> when he really needed them. Me right now, self, he cries confused. <laughs> Lucifer, what bread? <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, whenever he needed his family the most, they showed up for him and. Um, despite whatever he has done before and i feel like this is something that we tend to see a lot so parents i would say more especially fathers tend to neglect their families they end up going for second families other children other women other lifestyles and stuff like that you know and then they always again have tend to have the problems and stuff like that and then it's like then they need the help and then um family members come to their rescue but yeah um i guess we're all part of families so we can all relate one way or another or have our own personal stories and stuff like that (laughs) but yeah there's also expectations for um kids to take care of parents no matter how bad they were or how absent they were in their lives and stuff like that and then of course there's a part where the person dies and then the person becomes a hero even though they probably were nothing to you ever in your life (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, don't not tell me all about it. You are strong armed into reappearing in their in, in their lives, but then the disconnect is when the person was mm. acting the way they were acting. That one there, nobody showed up to say, "Oh, Mister mm-hmm. X, or whatever." Right? You are not doing. You are not doing well. You are not doing like what you are doing is not good. You need to, like there wasn't that desperation to get things right. Yeah. In that situation, when the person was messing up. You understand me, but then when the responsibility falls on the child to step up, yeah. that's what that one did. Everybody comes in with that desperation yeah. to solve things, and then to some degree, like there's a level of entitlement there too. It's like we expect you to step up. It's not like they are asking. Me. <laughs> yeah, some of them are asking, but generally, there's that feeling of expectation that you are his, you are the child. You have to step up. You have a duty to step up, but it's never the same energy in reverse which is so confusing for me it's so confusing yeah. for me and i'm sure i'm sure Kes, you'll probably mention the whole cultural roots how you know it's rooted in how culturally we have this silencing you know culture with children where it's like you, know, you can never say the right thing just shut up the whole time you're a child until you're older and even then charlie yeah i don't know it's just walton I had to grow out of that because not that I agreed with it, but then I yeah. was still confined in that space where yeah. even though I had my opinions and ways of having like my desire for wanting to set boundaries with them, um, I just couldn't really voice it. And it wasn't until I spoke to a friend once, shout out Sefa Um <laughs> she I went to visit her and she and I were talking, she was she's a bit that's she gave me like older sister advice she's like honey you need to set certain boundaries with your family like put your foot down well not really but she said something along those lines like you know what you're right because i can't live my life based on your expectations when you really did not meet the responsibility you had to like give to me when i didn't even ask to be here in the first place so why then is it that if i choose to then focus on only me without like entertaining you or caring for you because well i don't owe that to you either we are two different human beings at the end of the day in it um it shouldn't be an issue like <laughs> it is what it is and you didn't do your part i'm also going to do what feels good to me because at that time that was what was good to you so why can't i do what feels good to me now like it's also very manipulative i find overall because it's very neglectful of our desires as people and our agencies as people as well like they treat us like shit for so many years and then all of a sudden they expect that okay forget everything that happened and just be nice to me without even a, like it's an on and off switch right it's an on and off switch you can just turn exactly anyhow you want to like who do you, you think know? you were raising up all this while like a good not a human manipulation. With the emotions. manipulation is sick, but like the manipulation is just off the charts, really. Yeah. Really, really is. So I've bad. made I've made my position clear. Yeah. See, I think they also forever see you as a child because you are your parents' child, offspring. Like my mom always says, the children. Yeah. I'm like, who are you calling the children? My sisters are grown. She's like, yeah, but they're still my children. I said. Call them, say something else, like the girls or something like that. It's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, but still, change it. I mean, I understand that they're your children, but when you talk of them as your children, you're going to forever see them as children. And 
I kind of see it. Sometimes she'll treat you as a child because she thinks you're her child. So you are a child, you know, and that's, that's the, I think that's what it is. They see you as a child. So you can't speak up for yourself. You can't speak up to the elderly one, even if they are doing wrong. And then there's also that respect thing. So if you speak up to an elderly person, then you don't respect because we don't ever talk to, <laughs> to adults. It's, it's a, a son, son or daughter. A better, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like the children. I'm like, you, my daughters, oh, or you can yeah. just say the girls. Like, if you're talking mm. to me, it's like the children, or or talking to my dad or something, the children. Like, yeah, we are children, but still, we are really not. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just a personal thing that really bothers me when people say that. But yeah. Yeah, but with with uh, TT in particular, right, um, and it kind of uh, is evident in most many of those situations, like the lack of accountability is safe. Or even, you know, and some of them, eh, they would, the accountability is sometimes not complete, like it's not full. In his situation, he has owned up and says, yes, I didn't take care of them, right? But then he goes on to say that, oh, the woman is a devil, you understand? So it's like, you are not taking the full thing you've taken some of it but then you are putting the, the rest on somebody else i mean like charlie the one thing i've come to understand in as much as yes if you are looking to blame people in this life there you can blame so many people in so many different situations you can blame someone but charlie at the end of the day you have to take responsibility for the choices that you make you made a choice you understand me and i feel like it's something that also normalized they'll be like well it's okay at least they kind of addressed it to a degree so take it like that and i'm like sorry no i want the whole thing or nothing at yeah. all your father is your father yeah <laughs> your father is your father that's true <laughs> the number of times i i, I would hear oh they always come back your parents do oh Yo. all the children oh they always come back it's like ah what do you mean by that? And moja dear, moja blood is blood, and what's what I'm like, you you don't know. <laughs> blood is blood. Yeah, I was always told, yeah, it's just a way to say that family, yeah, family ties are stronger than whatever. But Charlie, apparently there's more to it that doesn't necessarily speak to that, which was quite surprising for me. Apparently, there's a longer phrase because it's all about manipulation. That's it. They'll take the part that they like to manipulate you. Because the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water yes. of the womb. Yes. That's the yeah. actual yeah. saying. Oh. So that says that the bonds you've made by choice are more important than the people that you are bound to by the water of the womb. Ah, even that even goes towards exactly. cutting off. Exactly. Cutting off. <laughs> so you see, they've just taken their surface. Oh. Yeah. They've taken their surface interpretation and yes. just used it to form their own thing. Yeah. You see. Okay. We have a black star for this episode. <laughs> yeah, our black star is Michaela Cowell. I hope I said her name right. She's she's an she act, she's an actress, right? Yeah, she acted in the I May Destroy You um, limited series on Netflix, and oh, she really? actually um, got an Emmy. So she's she's a writer. Yes, she is a writer, writer as well. But basically, she's the first black woman to get an Emmy for um, limited series writing for the I May Destroy You series. And during her speech, she dedicated her Emmy to all survivors of um, sexual assault. I 
the sh- I haven't watched the show, unfortunately. I but Abby was saying the show is about um, sexual assault, and I think it's also based on her personal experience or something of the sort. Yeah, she, I think she spoke about um, an instance when she was working on Chicago, where she got assaulted. Yeah. But I mean, the show you I started watching it, and I just wasn't in a Headspace, and I had seen the reviews. I knew what it was about, so I was like, okay, yeah. put this on post Until, later. Yeah, uh, so I need to go back to finish the action. <laughs> yeah, but this is a big win for her. So yeah, and she's part Ghanaian, or I don't know, she spoke Ghanaian or part Ghanaian or something. But yeah, there's some Ghana in here. So <laughs> I met her at Republic one time. You guys, oh, really? yes. And really? I was gas. Wow. I was like, oh my god, I love you. I've seen chewing gum, yada yada yada. Can I get photos? And she was like, yeah, sure. We got selfies together. And she was with um, Ola, I think, in chewing gum as well. And I got photos with him. So I was like, oh my god, fun girl. Yeah, she's Ghanaian. <laughs> very much Ghanaian. Wow. Oh, I mean, you don't dream past me. <laughs> I know. I know, right? I haven't met anybody. I haven't even met Shatawali. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they keep calling they keep calling oh my god that thing was hilarious man oh my god i have to turn some so some of them off they just keep calling <laughs> Oh really? You've seen that video? It was like after a game or something. Oh my god, just had the job. Okay. Um where like um he he had his he had like five phones in his in his hands and the the person interviewing him was like, you know, um why does he have so many phones? And he was like, Oh yeah, for different reasons, you understand me? And right now because they've won, people are just calling him to congratulate him and stuff. He was like, you see, they just keep calling, they keep calling. <laughs> Okay. That's a funny way of speaking and stuff like that. That's so and the way he was talking, like it was just, it was just funny. Like you need to watch the video to appreciate the, you know, humor in it. Also. Yeah, it's his it accent so or something. I don't know. Yeah, his accent and you know that his just the way he was. Doing that, like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, this has been a very interesting and fun episode. <laughs> Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. It was dope. Interesting <laughs> indeed. That's for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting indeed. So thank you, Donald, That's for, for sure. joining us on this episode after a long hiatus. Oh, I appreciate it. And um, guys, fun. if you don't know, Donald is one of the fun. co-founders of GCR, so he's our boss. Our boss is here. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> this is um, end of year. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 oh yeah, you know this could easily be that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to be now, but yeah, Charlie, as you know, yeah. Share so that we can get a lot of listens, why? <laughs> oh, but yeah, Charlie. Guys, I'm not alone. Like they said, co-founder, so Charlie. Yeah. My, my big man, Sola Feku. Oh, also in the, the wind somewhere. So. Yeah, always behind. Yeah. Always around. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So Charlie, shout out to him too. Yeah. And shout out to you guys too. The other room. The other room. Oh, Charlie. But yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at GCRTOR. Um, 
listen to our previous episodes on the website listen to gcl.com and then find us also wherever you listen to your podcast and until next time we hope you've enjoyed this episode we're out bye guys bye everyone this has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.